Welcome to the Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 38, Sleep, Are You Getting Enough? To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And while you're there, check out our patron program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. So sleep is going to be kind of the discussion today. Um, And I think, you know, it's one of those things that's so important because it's something obviously we all need, right? Um, it's mm-hmm. something that that our brains have to have to be able to function properly. And um, so we just kind of wanted to chat about the importance of good sleep and why it's necessary um, and kind of hit on like some of the various ways to get better sleep, um, to track your sleep, um, and even what you can do when you can't sleep at all. Um, and we also wanted to hit on some of the negative things that a person might experience as well um, when you're not getting enough sleep. Yeah, I think, um, you know, sleep is, is vital to, to being successful in anything you do. Um, and I think that, you know, the biggest thing to obviously realize is that it varies from person to person. Some people can, can really manage on less sleep and and some people need a lot more or more than others. Um, you know, personally me, I can usually do good around six, seven hours. And I know my wife, if she doesn't get eight or nine, she can't she doesn't function very well. So, um, you know, those differences do pop up, but really it's, it's, you know, getting to know yourself and, and kind of trial and error till you can kind of find out what, what does work. Yeah. I've, I've, I've even noticed over the course of my life too, like the, uh, the amount of sleep that is kind of ideal for me has changed even, you know? Um, and so, you know, it's, you pointing out that like, I mean, everybody is going to require different amounts, you know? Um, but I know for me, my entire life, I've dealt with weird sleeping issues. It's, um, something, especially like in my teen years, I remember it being probably the worst it ever was, but, um, I, (laughs) my doctor thinks I have like a, a rare form of narcolepsy, Um, not, not your traditional type that you'd probably think of where somebody just like passes out standing up or (laughs) sitting somewhere randomly. But, um, (laughs) due to my stubbornness though, I've yet to kind of actually go and do a sleep study to find out what's really going on. But, um, essentially like when I was younger, I could sleep for hours and hours and hours and I would be out. I mean, out, out, like it it would take an act of God to get me awake. (laughs) And, um, it was just really bad. And, and the thing I've noticed though, is that a lot of times, like for me is, I I think where the concern is on my end for the sleeping issues is the quality of the sleep that I'm getting is not good. So I could sleep, you know, three hours, five hours, eight hours, 10 hours. it, It almost doesn't even matter. Um, because, the quality of the sleep wasn't there. And that's, that's been my issue. And so I've done a lot of like trial and error over the course of time, trying to figure out kind of what, 
what will help benefit that. And mm-hmm. I found a few good things that actually work decently. It's not corrected the problem um, fully, but, but it helps. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think that, you know, I think too, talking about like when you're in your younger years and as you know, you get older or, or even stuff changes in your life. I think that, um, you know, your, your sleep can change multiple times throughout your life. I mean, depending on job scheduling or life events or, um, you know, there's times where you have to run on less sleep and times where you have to run on, you have the, uh, you know, the opportunity to run on more sleep. Um, but I think, you know, finding, like I said, finding those ways and, and tools and also being aware of like, if you notice that you're starting to be off, it's, it's a good place to start looking is how am I sleeping? Um, when am I sleeping? You know, am I getting what I need? I think, uh, you know, like, so my life right now, I have a couple endeavors I'm doing and I'm working some nights too. And I think that, you know, my sleep schedule is totally flopped to the opposite of what it was in a lot of days. And I think that, um, you know, there's, there's obviously an adjustment period where if you do have to make major changes to your sleep patterns and stuff where you, your body's trying to learn how to sleep, whether it's different or, you know, to get used to that new schedule, but, um, you know, making sure that like for me finding times that it's quiet and I can actually get into that deep sleep and not, um, just to have those situations where you're not getting good rest and you wake up exhausted um, is huge. And then, uh, you know, just kind of being open with yourself and honest on what's realistic and what's not realistic because, you know, it's something that if you do it temporarily, you know, it can work. But I think long term, like we can, we'll talk about it a little later. There can be some major effects to your uh, lifestyle and life um, if you continue to not sleep well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it can really be impactful in, in numerous ways. I mean, in good ways, right. If you're getting good quality sleep, but, but in very, very negative ways, if you're not. And, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, everybody perceives, you know, the importance of sleep probably differently, but, you know, I, I know I've even been there too, where I'm like, you know, life is short, right. So, I want to live it, enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I'll start making exceptions to go do stuff with friends or, you know, go to a concert or do whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I'll like kind of put sleep on the back burner and I'll not get as much of it. And, you know, it's sometimes for some people that's noticeable immediately. And I think other times it, it's, it like catches up with us over the course of time and, you know, just kind of out of the blue kind of. Yeah, I think so. I think that, you know, you talk about all the events and, and, and like just life events that you have to do or that you want to do or, um, and I, I've fallen into that category too. You know, the old saying, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think that the issue with not getting the sleep is that you already have stress in your life and then that's going to add, it doesn't necessarily add another level. I mean, it stresses your body, so it adds stress to your body. But I also think it also affects your, it can affect your ability to really rationalize and process and, and kind of manage the stresses you do have in your life um, just due to being tired and not having your normal um, ability to process and, and kind of deal with the emotions that, you, that come with life. And I think, you know, 
it's one of those things that you just have to be careful managing and, and make sure that you do find a way to get it. Cause really as you, if you have a lot of stress and you're not sleeping and you're trying to make things work and that it just really aggravates everything. Uh, I, at least in my life when I'm, you know, tired all the time and not, not able to really kind of approach things the way I'd like to, or really have the mindset to maybe analyze things as well as I'd want to. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it really does compound. And I mean, part of it, like one of the first things that, that, you know, we've got on our notes of negative effects is, um, you know, it, you have a reduced ability to concentrate. Uh So, I mean, you know, it right off the bat, your, your thought process isn't working as well. And so if you're not sleeping, it, it just right out of the gate, if you can't think properly, it's going to affect so many areas of your life, you know, from just normal day-to-day tasks to your work to, you know. Even maybe major decisions you make that right. can snowball into who knows what. Exactly. And so it's, you know, I mean, right out of the gate, you've got that. And, you know, it when you're lacking sleep, I mean, it can even cause things such as like mood swings. You could start getting agitated or angry a lot easier. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about on this show is like, you know, kind of that, that mentality of things too. Right. So like if you start having mood swings and you're agitated and what have you, I mean, it can start to put you in this like negative mindset really, right. Where, you know, all the positive stuff starts to kind of trickle out the window. Yeah. I think that's one thing that I've noticed happens to me, especially when I'm consistently not getting a lot of sleep. I think it's hard to, for me to, you know, concentrate and see the positives. And, and even if it's, you know, sometimes temporary situations happen and you have to, you know, you're not going to always get the sleep you need, but um, I think it definitely can compound. And then, you know, an example is you get tired, right? You're not, you're not focused on your goals and you're not focused on the why maybe as much because you're so tired and, and focusing on sleep. Um, and then you can see, you know, I think, you know, the, ne- the next thing is weight gain that comes up. And I think that comes a lot from when you're tired, you're just not as motivated to go work out and do those, you know, physical activities that you may usually do. Yeah. Um, that can, and then, yeah, that's where we get into that compounding f- effect, right? If you're so used to, maybe, you know, working out as your stress release and now you're not sleeping right and now you're missing your gym and now that affects your stress level and then it just kind of can grow and grow and grow if it's not, uh, you know, a, at least um, realized and, and attempted to be taken care of. Yeah. Well, and f- like for me, if I start getting out of shape too anyway, like it just affects me mentally anyway, you know, where, you know, I start seeing all these things that I've worked so hard for, you know, to be healthier and in, in decent shape and what have you. And then when I start, you know, so now now I'm already stressed Mm -hmm. anyway, I'm having a hard time concentrating as well, you know, all of this stuff. But then I start to, you know, I do get into like moody, you know, where I'm kind of agitated, what have you. But then when I stop going to the gym, Mm -hmm. then it's like a, just downhill from there, you know, it, it, it's just not good. And then, then if I start seeing myself getting out of shape, it, it, it really does stack up. And I think I, I equate that to like, like in my life, I'm, I'm the same way as you. And I think that, you know, when I'm on point and sleeping and working out and really on the walk in the, the straight and narrow, I guess you could say, um, 
I just feel good. And I think that really in life, I have the same stressors, whether I'm sleeping, if everything's going great or if it, you know, if I start losing some of those tools I have in my toolbox, right? I think that the stress is the same, but it feels like when I'm working out and when I'm reading and when I'm sleeping and, you know, everything's going good, it's like the stress is like a pebble. You know what I mean? It kind of hits you and falls off pretty easily. I think it's fairly easy to deal with, but as you kind of wear your body down and, and, and really get into the situation where you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, it feels like those, those same stressors turn into like these boulders Mm -hmm. that seem like you said, they agitate you more. They, um, they just seem so much harder to deal with when you're not present and, and in the best mindset to kind of take them head on. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Cause I mean, you know, again, it's, it's that mindset though, right? Like you start, you know, on a normal day when things are going, you know, as good as they probably can be, you know, you're taking care of yourself, your wellness is on point, your fitness is on point, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're kind of ready to tackle the day. And, and so when something presents itself to you, um, that is stressful, it's a lot easier to get through it. But, you know, when we start not taking care of ourselves, sleep being a big part of that, you know, then it, it starts to affect our mindset and how we, we cope with all the stressors of life. And, and, you know, it just kind of rolls downhill from there though. And, and things can get really bad, unfortunately, and it can even start to impact people's health pretty severely as well. And, you know, cause we had already mentioned like the weight gain, obviously, mm-hmm. but, um, it can cause high blood pressure. Um, it can even lower sex drive and, uh, memory issues, which I have enough memory issues the way that it is. Um, but you know, it, it can really impact a lot of that stuff. And, and there's so many more, I mean, this is just a fraction of, of the things that it can do, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that, you know, you gotta remember too, like sleep is not just to rejuvenate your body. There's a lot of you know, I'm not a sleep specialist or anything like that, but the, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background that helps your body kind of reach equilibrium on a lot of things with your cardiovascular system and you know, blood sugar m- management. And um, so there's a ton of health issues, serious health issues that can come up if it's a consistent thing to where you're not sleeping. Um, so just something to keep in mind really, as you do go through your life. And obviously there's going to be times where you're not going to get good sleep, but if you can mitigate it or, you know, building kind of kind of some protections to make sure you don't get into a consistent cycle of that. It'll be very beneficial. Yeah. I mean, and if you think about it, our bodies are kind of like a a machine, right? Or a computer or something. It's like everything kind of has to work in tandem with one another and all of the parts need to kind of be working Mm -hmm. well. Right. Cause like, you know, say, take a, take a car, for example, if you, you know, don't change your oil, and you continue to let it go and go and go, well, before you know it, you're going to start having problems or, you know, if, if the battery goes out, Mm -hmm. right, like you can't even start the car and, and, you know, it, it might be kind of like a silly analogy, but the, the reality is, is that that's very much how our body works too. It's just like any, any other mechanical thing, but you know, our brains, the the way they function, Mm -hmm. like we, we have to keep ourselves healthy and well and keep kind of everything in check, you know, but sleep is like one of the, one of the biggest things. Like I used to work in a cell phone store and, 
people often come in and bring a phone in and it's just like not acting right. And I, I would often say, well, when's the last time you turned your phone off? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Well, let's try that first. Right. And lo and behold, half the time you turn the phone off for a few minutes, turn it back on and 90% of those issues are gone. Yeah. Yeah. It just needs a break. Mm -hmm. And, and same with our body, you know, and you know, I know a lot of people don't turn their phones off at night. Right. Yeah. But, but it's kind of a similar thing, right? Like we have to go to bed at night and I would always kind of tell people the same thing. Your phone should technically, you know, turn it off. You know, they're getting a lot better now where they don't need to be uh, restarted as much, but, but uh, our bodies are not technology. We're not, (laughs) we're still the same thing. You know, we might be learning and growing as people, but, but we uh, don't need less and less sleep as time goes. That's a constant that we're, we're always going to need good sleep. Yeah. And one of the things I find is that I think that's one of the easiest things to take from our personal lives, right? Like life gets busy, obligations grow. And I think, you know, it's just easy to say, well, I'll knock a few hours off. I'll stay up later and work on this or I'll, you know, I got to put the kids to bed, but I'll stay up a couple extra hours and get my free time, my relaxation time, whatever it is. I mean, it's just an easy part of our day that we can take away. It's not going to affect anyone else but ourselves. Um, but it's just those long-term effects. If you continue to do that and kind of build it into as a, as a habit, you can really, you know, do detriment to your, your success and your overall health. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, I know like, so, you know, earlier I talked about, you know, all the sleeping issues I've had and, and over the course of time. And actually this is something that, uh, I'd say maybe a year ago now, um, probably a little off on that time frame, but, um, I finally broke down and got an Apple watch and, um, I did it more for the fitness side of things. But one of the things that I really, really found helpful was the sleep tracking. Um, and I don't know how accurate it really is, but here's what I do know is I've spent a lot of time extensively tracking my sleep. Now there's a few apps out there that'll help kind of lay out what your watch can track and, and put it into, you know, um, graphs, I guess, if you will, and, and shows, what your sleep looked like at certain times of the night. It calculates how much you actually got. Um, and it gives you different ratings, like the quality of sleep, your deep sleep. Um, it gives your, your heart rate while you're sleeping, um, all sorts of stuff. But, but what I do know is that regardless of how accurate it actually is, I've been able to use these wearable devices to actually see, okay, if I start doing certain things to try and help get better sleep, it actually does show a difference on the watch and the tracking app that I use. And, um, it's been so helpful and kind of insightful really for me to be able to kind of hone in and figure out some of these things that I mentioned earlier that, that have really helped me, you know, and it is, is it perfect for me? No. Um, I probably should really go to the doctor at some point and do the <laughs> yeah. sleep study, but, but nevertheless, um, you know, it, uh, it, it's really helped give me a good, like overall picture of, of what does and doesn't work. And, um, so, you know, it's something I, if you're struggling with sleep, things like that, I'd highly recommend looking into and see if, if it's something that might benefit you. But, um, along with that, I mean, 
there's a lot of different things that I've tried. I know one of the biggest ones, and now I can't go without it, is kind of playing like the white noise machines at night. Mm-hmm. Um, we have got like a little Google Home thing, and I'll like literally just say, hey, Google, uh, play thunderstorm sounds for an hour. And that helps me sleep now. Like if I don't have that now, yeah, I, I cannot even fall asleep. I wonder if Google heard me say that. No, it's probably playing. <laughs> probably. <for> <laughs> yeah, I think too. Another one that um, you know I've read about is kind of like finding consistency in your sleep. So really, you know, we schedule out everything else. Well, really scheduling your sleep as in, you know, I go to bed at nine or I go to bed at ten or I go to bed at whatever time, and then I wake up at that time, or not that time, but whatever time you wake up. Um, but you schedule it and you do the same bedtime and the same wake up time every single day, Monday through Sunday. And, you know, in, in the, the information I read, it said, you know, it helps your body really get into a schedule that, you know, I think that sometimes sleep can be affected by that changing of your sleep. And when you go to sleep all the time, just not having that consistency. So that's one that, you know, you can use, try, see if it works. Yeah. Well, I think routines are good for a lot of things. I think that in many cases, our bodies really, um, thrive, right. Once they've kind of adapted to a new routine, it kind of just gets in that mindset. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, caffeine or something like that, right? You, if you, if you kind of get addicted to caffeine and then you stop taking it one day, all of a sudden you probably get a pretty gnarly headache, Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of similar, right? Like, and so same thing with your sleep, you start getting in those sleep patterns. And if you can stay consistent with it, then your body, it's almost like it attunes to that. And then it wants to go to sleep at a certain time and wake up at a certain time. Mine does not work that way, but but I think in the return (laughs) too, with that schedule and keeping the consistency, I think that, you know, I, I know times when I had my schedule really fine tuned and I would go to bed close to the same time and I would wake up at the same time to work out every morning, even early morning, I found that as I consistently did that, I would actually start waking up five minutes before my alarm or a couple right. minutes before my alarm because my body knew like it's time to get up, even though I'm still a little tired, but you're, you just, you just learn, it learns the schedule and it, it does. I think it does help with some of the, you know, you, instead of your alarm going off and you're coming out of REM, at least your body is already like preparing to get woken up at whatever time it was. I think when at that, that time it was like four thirty. I was getting up. Right. Um, so super early, but I'd go to bed early still get my time. And then I would, I'd still be tired, but at least it wasn't that, you know, waking from the dead kind of (laughs) wake up that happens if you're in that deep sleep. Yeah. Another thing I've found that I, I kind of like is there's, um, some essential oil, uh, stuff out there that, um, is, is meant to help promote sleep. Um, and I've gotten that with a diffuser before and it, it just really is kind of provides this calming effect. So like Mm -hmm. if you're kind of You know, like I know a lot of times I go to bed and my mind is just racing and I've got all this stuff like that, that I just can't stop thinking about. And I, the essential oils kind of just, I don't know, it, there's not only it it smells good. (laughs) So, but it just kind of provides that calming effect. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes I'll just kind of stop and I'll try and do some breathing techniques and whatever while I'm laying there. And just before I know it, I'm passed out, you know, change your train train of thought. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then I've also, um, like found there's some vitamins and minerals. Like I know magnesium is one that I use. Um, you'd probably want to research this, talk to your doctor, whatever, but 
Um, but I found that it's, it's pretty helpful for me. Um, cause it can, I guess that kind of helps, um, promote re relaxation as well. Um, kind of like lowers anxiety a little bit, I think. Mm -hmm. I think another good one is, you know, working out daily or trying to get some kind of cardio, um, or heart rate increase or something. Um, you know, I notice this a lot in my sleep is if I do work out or get some, even if it's a walk, at least seems to help work with the balance of my body that later on in the evening, I'm tired, more tired, more ready to go to bed than if I just, you know, those days where you kind of vegetate and lay around all day, by the time nighttime comes, you're really not tired because you really haven't done anything. Yeah. At least that's how my body works. So I think, you know, getting out, doing something um, active can help um, kind of prep your body for sleep. I know, I know some people that even work out before they go to bed. I'm not big on that. It kind of wakes me up, but I try to do it in the morning. And then by the end of the day, it just kind of tires me out a little more. Yeah. Well, I think there's something too to be said for like, you know, if you just have a normal work day, right. Say you don't have like a very uh, labor intensive job or anything, say maybe like an office job, mm -hmm. you're staring at the computer all day, you know, you might come home from work and you might be mentally drained and taxed. But um, I think there's something to be said for being physically and mentally drained. You know what I mean? To yeah. an extent, I think that it, it really does help with the sleep and, and it's kind of like a two part deal mm -hmm. is that, that we need to kind of like, you know, give our bodies some exercise and it's kind of weird, right? Cause like it, it can, it has that, that energizing effect, but it can also then later on the backside help us sleep a lot, a lot better. Yeah. And like Logan said, I mean, different jobs, different um, exertions on your body, you know, those people that maybe work and are physically active all day at work, they might go home and read or something to kind of take their brain and their, or play a game, you know, play a game, do a puzzle, do something mentally to kind of take the edge off their brain running around and thinking, as opposed to, you know, someone that, like you said, sits at a desk, might look for more of that active release to kind of get the body jo uh, energy out. Yeah, exactly. One reading is a huge one before bed anyway. Um, I, I think that that's a, a great way, um, that I've found sometimes like if I'm having trouble sleeping is to, to actually just pick up a book and read a chapter or two or something. Um, and it usually really helps me, uh, kind of just almost makes me tired, you know? Um, especially if it's like dim lit, I usually have like one of the little book lights and, mm -hmm. um, it, it really helps a lot. But I think the other thing too, and this is another thing that can help, um, to kind of promote some better sleep is to kind of reduce our screen time at night. Um, I've heard a lot of places recommend like that, uh, hour before you're ready to go to bed to just kind of do away with the, the screens, the TV, the cell phones, iPads, all that stuff. Um, and uh, reading can kind of aid into that. You know, if you're reading before bed, depending on how long, I mean, that's a chunk of that, you know, so-called recommended hour, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of interesting too, because speaking about the reading and the TV time, um, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, you know, mindset and how you prime your mind for the day before ways to prime your mind for the day before and how it's, you know, it's always, you're always priming your mind or, you know, whatever you put in is what you're going to be thinking about. Right. So I just finished watching, um, breaking bad series <laughs> and literally I would watch it every night before I went to bed and then I would go to sleep and a lot of, and I get, I'm a binge watcher. So I'll 
get sucked in and go two hours past my bedtime and, you know, then go three hours past and then go to bed and exhausted. But um, it was kind of funny because they literally mentioned that show in the podcast and they're like, you know, maybe instead of staying up all night and binge watching Breaking Bad, maybe we should read a book about, you know, whatever it is you're trying, what are your goals? What are your aspirations? Whatever's going to prime you for that thought and that energy all day. Cause then you get to go to sleep, you know, you read a little bit about it and then that's what your mind is kind of in the background running through instead of, you know, Breaking Bad. So yeah. <laughs> I think it, it was pretty funny. I laughed when I, when I heard it, but it's a great point that, you know, we stay up and we watch at times trash and then go to sleep. I think that, you know, it's another way to kind of work on your mindset and make sure that stays at the forefront of your mind by, by using, not to say don't watch those shows, but maybe take 10, 15, 20 minutes and read a little bit before you go to bed to kind of reprogram and focus on this is what the goal is, this is where I want to go. And uh, then you'll be hopefully thinking about that. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that, um, you know, they, it, there's studies out there too that show like if you've got a big test the next day or something to like, to mm -hmm. like do a cram session and study right yep. before bed, because then that's the last thing that your mind was thinking about, stuff like that. So I think I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, validity to that, yeah. you know? Um, so, you know, and I, I've talked about my sleeping issues and one of the things that usually I never had a problem with is not being able to sleep. But recently I did run into that and I, something switched in my brain and <laughs> I would be up all night and, and it, I'd be tossing and turning. And sometimes like it gets, get to the point where it almost make me angry. And when yeah. I hit that like angry point, cause I was so mad that like, I knew I needed to go to bed. I've got a big day the next day and I just can't sleep. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. And I would get that, that moment of like just anger where I was so frustrated because it seems like I just nothing I'll do is going to, yeah. And so, you know, I, I kind of wanted to talk about that because I feel like there are a lot of people out there that have those issues, um, where they just like go to bed and they just lay there and they toss and turn and can't fall asleep. And, you know, one of the biggest things, and it, it's kind of like, seems counterintuitive, right? Because like we we're talking earlier about like, you know, getting a workout or, uh, some cardio or whatever. Um, like typically earlier in the day, cause it can kind of energize your body. But sometimes like if you get to that point where you just cannot sleep anyways, um, that's actually one thing I've found that really does help, um, in those moments is to go out and go for a run or, um, do something. Um, and it, it does kind of just like exhaust my body, but it, it I think provides like a level of clarity too. Like it, it's a good time to like, whatever it is that's on your mind, maybe if that's the mm -hmm. problem that, that you're just overthinking and, and, you know, your mind is racing and going 90 miles a minute. Um, that can be a really good way to kind of just like cleanse all of that. Yeah. It's know? almost like rechanneling your energy. Cause yeah, I know what you're talking about. You just lay there and you try and try and try and you keep looking at the clock and it's 30 minutes later and it's 30 minutes later and it's like, come on. Yeah. But if you're not going to, you know, if your body's not going to give it to you, then that's a great idea is to burn it off and try again. Yeah. Well, it's just like same, like if I'm feeling anxious or stressed about something, usually the gym helps with that mm. or a run or a bike ride or something. Um, and so, you know, I mean, everybody's body works a little differently, so it may or may not work for you. But I know for me, I have found that that is a, a very 
successful way of going about kind of like just resetting whatever mm -hmm. mindset I was in that was causing me to not be able to sleep. So, yeah, I think, um, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of different things that cause us not to be able to sleep or have sleep issues. I think that, you know, a lot of what we're sharing is just really finding a tool or a few tools that'll work for you to kind of help mitigate those situations when they do come up. If, if you have those issues, um, and it's kind of trial and error. And like Logan said, you know, everybody's different. Um, we all kind of react and handle stress or inconveniences different ways and then find different solutions to kind of burn that energy or work that energy off or find a way to go to sleep. So really just trying new things and, and knowing that at some point it's probably not going to work. You're going to have to find something new. So having a few is a good idea. Yeah. Well, another one I've found too is, is meditation. <laughs> I find a lot of times when I am meditating, I'll get so relaxed. I'll actually kind of doze off while yeah. I'm med meditating. Um, and so that might be something to try as well. Um, cause I, I know it's been kind of successful for me. Um, cause I think it's the same thing as kind of, you know, refocusing techniques and, you know, kind of stops your mind from wandering all over the place and, you know, lets you kind of siphon through, you know, a lot of the things that you're thinking about. Yeah. And it is like, like life ebbs and flows so much that I remember there were times when I would read and reading was the problem that I couldn't go to sleep cause I couldn't put a book down. Yeah. And then now I read a book and I can't get through a couple of pages and I'm asleep. So I can't finish a book. It's just kind of this balance of kind of where you are in your life and the things you need and the tool, you know, one tool might at one point give you energy, like the reading, right? It gives you energy, it gives you motivation. But at the same time, another time in your life, six months later, it might be the thing that puts you to sleep. There's something else that gives you the motivation or pushes you toward your goals or, you know, it's just kind of being able to, being open and uh, able to adjust to, to the things as they change because it inevi inevitably whatever works today at some point in the future is probably not going to work. Um, so just kind of having that open mind, I think is huge in, in most wellness things. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of it, right? Like, and it's a, a big part of like why we like to just kind of present different ideas, you know, things that, that we found to be helpful, but there's so many more. And, mm -hmm. and the thing is, is that, that we are in a constant state of change. And so, you know, having all these tools and resources, you know, and, and really being open-minded specifically because like, if you've tried, like you were saying, you used to not be able to put the book down. So, you know, like back in the day, mm -hmm. maybe reading was not a great way for you to fall asleep, but now all of a sudden it is, you know, and so things change and it's, it's good to kind of be open-minded to like trying different techniques and remembering that maybe time has passed since we've last tried something and, and maybe it might react differently now. Mm -hmm. um, but Very true. I think ultimately the whole point of this, right, is that, that we want to get good sleep. And, and some of the reasons I think that, that we want to do that is we need to be a, a you know, fine-tuned, well-oiled machine. And, um, you know, when we're sleeping optimally, um, it can really provide a lot of benefits um, that you know, counteract a lot of the negatives, right? When we're not sleeping. And um, so, I mean, you're looking at, at better focus, um, you know, even, even health-wise, having a stronger heart. Um, it can increase our productivity, give us a better mood. I mean, there's so many different things. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite, though, is, is really just a boosted immu uh, immune system. Um, yeah. And I think that's huge. But, um, and if you like fitness, 
sleeping is actually one of the best ways to help build muscle faster too. So yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of benefits, um, that come from it. And really, if you can fine tune it, it just makes everything else, I think, easier because you're not, you're not trying to catch up and, and rejuvenate yourself. You're just able to kind of go through and handle the things that come at you. Yeah. Um, you know, the biggest thing, if we, we want to re- remind people that if you, you struggle with sleep regularly, please make sure you consult, uh, your med- a medical professional, um, for advice and, uh, other ways that that can uh, help you improve. Yeah. Don't be like me and not do the sleep study. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time for the afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, and other thoughtful moments. So today, um, you know, we talked about sleep, kind of some of the negativity or negative things that can come with it. Some of the positive things that can come with getting good sleep. Um, so for this episode, we want to challenge everyone to try the 30 day sleep challenge. Um, it aims for you to get seven to nine hours of sleep per night, as many nights as possible in 30 days. And, uh, you know, it's just a good, good challenge to kind of see where you kind of fall and maybe find out how it can improve your day-to-day function and, um, kind of just learn a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, don't forget to check out our show or our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss new episodes and you can also drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms, until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.